Hello and welcome to episode 23 of the True Growth Podcast. And today I want to talk to you about three things you can do this week to boost sales. If you're a regular listener, you'd know the last couple of my sessions have been focused on mindset and how we can take care of our mental health and well-being. But also we have to continue in these times to run our businesses. So today I wanted to focus in on three things you can do this week to boost sales. Because let's face it, right, we need to keep our economy moving. So yes, I am talking about sales and how to make them. Welcome to the True Growth Podcast with me, Viv Allen, success coach and trusted counsellor. Each week, I'm sharing with you the best of the tools, tips and techniques I have learned in over 10 years of professional and personal development, designed to empower you to take courageous action in your business and in your life, so you can free up more time and earn more money. It is my mission to lead you towards your inevitable success on your terms, so you can live a more joy-filled life by connecting what's in your head with what's in your heart. If you're ready to live your life with more ease and fun, doing what you love with who you love, then this show is for you. At the time I'm recording this, we are still in the middle of the global pandemic, COVID-19. And there is a lot of scary stuff happening out there in the world. But there's also a lot of scaremongering going on. And I believe we need some caremongering. So today I want to talk about sales Because what lies at the heart of sales? Well, I believe that's service. By letting customers know about our products and services, we are creating opportunities to show them how you care by providing them with solutions to their problems. And whatever we're going through right now, this is temporary. And as I say, the sun is still shining, the birds are nesting and the foxes are mating. Nature is still doing her thing. So the clock is ticking, whether we like it or not. And the way I see it, we have choices. You can still show up for your family, your community and your business, even if that looks and feels different than before. So today I'm going to give you three things you can do this week, because you know how I love action takers, to boost sales so that you can serve your customers now and in the future. Now, I don't know if you're aware of this, but in business, there's about like a 90-day lead time on average. So that means whatever you are doing today will bear fruit 90 days from now, hopefully when we are all safe on the other side of this pandemic. Now, let me get one thing right here. I am not talking about hustle. I am talking about honest, truthful service, offering your customers the best solutions to their needs making it easy for them to make informed decisions. Maybe it feels a bit icky to be talking about sales and selling right now when so many people and families have been affected in such a profound way. So let me make this really easy. It's your job to serve your customers in good times and in bad. You might need to pivot your service and change your offer, but you can still be there. And one shining example I want to talk to you about is a wonderful lady I met recently called Elizabeth Lusty. 
Elizabeth and I were at a Momentum Day. It was a day dedicated purely to women who are running businesses and have families for our education and for development, as well as for us to share some great success stories with one another and get to meet more like-minded people. It was a fantastic event, but it took place literally just at the beginning of when we realized this uh, pandemic was going to be global and was coming our way. And we were discussing, you know, what was going to happen to people's businesses who were run on an in-person basis. Now, Elizabeth runs a choir and I have still got etched in my mind her face when she realized the impact that lockdown was going to have on her business. Because if her choir couldn't meet in person, at that time, she had no other way of serving them. And so not only was she letting down her choir, but also it would have a huge impact on her financially. But do you know what happened? (laughs) You're going to love this. Within a matter of days, she'd rallied together with somebody who helped to put a website together. She'd used the powers of the internet, namely Zoom, to launch her choir online. I love that she's taken this opportunity from what looked initially like a disaster. And you know what? She's still serving her customers. In fact, she's now open to hundreds of people. I took part myself last Friday. It was fantastic. And all for the price of a cup of coffee. Well, that to me is excellent value. Elizabeth was giving her all in that session, all her skill, her expertise and energy. There was nothing lacking. She was doing what she loves clearly with who she loves, her singers. The best bit was no one else could hear me sing, (laughs) apart from the dog who did look up sleepily from his bed every now and then. But she also now, as I say, can reach hundreds of people. So what's better? Let the choir collapse, losing her business, her livelihood, impacting her family, or to continue to do what she does best, innovate, bring joy to many people and keep making sales. Well, for me, this is a fine example of true service. And yes, I imagine Elizabeth Lusty, like you and me, is worried about her family and all the key workers who are taking care of those who are ill and vulnerable. But she's doing her bit to serve. So you see, sales and service, to me at least, are synonymous. And when you're coming from an honest care and are aligned with your true skill, you are most certainly serving from your heart. So before we get really tucked into this, I wanted to give you a quick update from Viv Allen HQ. Well, I would want to put my hand up and say lockdown has provided me with an opportunity for more focus and attention like no other. Lots of side projects I've been working on are getting finished and moving up the line, which actually feels fantastic. Currently, I've been working on a short course specifically to bring back your bounce if you're feeling a bit discombobulated with the current lockdown situation. Self-care has never been more important. 
So, oh, while I remember, there is still an opportunity for you um, to get your hands on something that is already ready done and out there. And that is my Steps to Success handbook. And that's absolutely free for you. It's a handy booklet I designed specifically to allow you to follow my seven steps for discovering how you can be more like Elizabeth. Do more of what you love with who you love. So it's a great little fun workbook and you're welcome to that. I will put the notes in the show note things and um, yeah, sign up and you're more than welcome to have a copy of that until my, my course is ready for you and I'll let you know when that is. Okay, I'll get on with it. Right, three things you can do this week to boost your sales. Okay, so if you've been a listener for a while, you know what I'm going to start with. <laughs> of course mindset because it all starts with your mindset managing your emotional state right now is the key to successfully navigating all the uncertainty and loss of freedom you might be feeling in this lockdown i have been telling my clients all to double up on the mindset work they've been doing since the beginning of the crisis and for those of you who are new to the true growth podcast mindset is my number one message not only because of my counselling background, but also as a coach. You cannot get from A to Z unless your body and mind are willing to take you there. Our body and minds work together. Except, in my experience, your body knows first what your mind has still to catch up on. That's why we get expressions like, you know, follow your gut instincts. I get a gut feeling about something. Well, I'll trust that. And if you don't yet trust your gut feelings... I'm going to suggest you cultivate that by learning to tune into your bodily needs and functions. So many people tell me, most often people who work in corporate jobs, nine to fives. And also I remember a nurse at a doctor's surgery once telling me that she got through the day without even having a drink of water or going for a pee. And many people often skip breakfast, lunch and whatever. But you know how you did this? You did it by ignoring yourself. So if that resonates, now is the time to pay attention. We've all slowed down. We've had to. And that might not feel like a choice, but it could be. To boost your sales, you need to get your mindset on point so that you are fully aligned with what feels right for you, your customers and your business right now. So bust out your journal. And work on this. Any objections that come up, deal with them until you have honed this shit down until what it really matters. How can you serve your customers well? Really take some time to dig into this. Honestly, it will pay dividends. You get that clear message through from your heart. Your body and mind aligned. You get right behind that there'll be no stopping you. And then the point two, the second point I wanted to mention. Okay, this is all around motivation. Now, you may not know this, but motivation follows action, which means we have to kind of start taking the action before we feel motivated to go ahead and do some more stuff. So let me give you an example, like if you're thinking about going for a run, I can tell you, it doesn't feel like I want to do that. But the minute I put my trainers on and head out the door, maybe put on a little 
bouncy, catchy number on my iPod. Suddenly, my body starts moving. My feet start picking up pace. Before I know it, lo and behold, I'm off jogging. So the motivation to continue with that run comes as I take each step forward. And I really often surprise myself by going just much further than I'd ever originally planned, which, to be honest, was only around the block. And this is something I work on with my private coaching clients all the time. Your mind is like a lover. It doesn't always respond to the direct approach. We have to find a workaround. Gently serenading. And a great strategy for this is to reframe problems into trade-offs. So with my running example there, the problem with staying inactive is that I feel sludgy. And that slows me down and stops me from taking all the action I want to in a day. So the trade-off for not running is slouch. On the other hand, if I decide to go for that run, hey, well, the payoff is energy. And I feel more energized and motivated, which often gets me through the afternoon with a spring in my step. And then I think about a particular client who's recently signed up with me. She was laid off. So she had a regular nine to five. And as a result of everything that's been happening with the virus, her employers have actually, they haven't furloughed her. They've actually laid her off and told her that her services are, are no longer required. So she is now in a very strange situation where she is time rich, but she is cash poor. And that is a trade-off. She's got more time, but less money. And what she wants is more money. Now, she could have seen being laid off as a problem. But she's been able to reframe this and to see it as it is. It presents an opportunity. With more time, she's been able to realise what her true goals are. In actual fact, the nine to five was quite stifling for her. And as it proved, didn't give her the security that she thought. Instead, she really craves flexible working hours and an excellent financial return that she can control rather than being on a fixed paper hour as an employee. So now she's willing to trade off some money in the short term for more flexible working hours and more money in the future. She's taking this opportunity to move from her nine to five into creating an online business that will showcase her talents rather than being a cog and a big endless wheel. And she feels much more aligned with all of who she is because she's able to incorporate more of what she loves. It'd be nice to have her some time to, to water the plants and tidy the house. Now she's motivated to take steps towards creating her business that she will love, based on her zone of genius, her ideal work week, and something that she knows will light her up. To when does work not feel like work? when you're doing what you love with who you love. So she's taken the smart move of investing in herself now and hiring me as a coach, rather than waiting for some magic time in the future when things are different, better or easier. As anyone would tell you who's worked a side hustle before they left their full-time job, that is not easy. That can be really hard work. But it's never going to be easier to start a new project now because we all have more time, more focus and more urgency than at any other moment in our lives before. 
you might still be working from home. You're no longer doing your daily commute. In just an hour a day, you can start something that will fan the flames for you to feel motivated to really continuing along that path, moving you towards the life you desire. So what do you need to do to boost sales this week? (laughs) Well, take those problems in your business and reframe them as trade-offs. Like Elizabeth couldn't do in-person choir rehearsals anymore, membership offered her hundreds more clients. At a lower price point, yes, but I don't know. I'm guessing the overall sales are up because now she has unlimited potential for the number of people who can attend. Now, there's an idea. Maybe I'll ask Elizabeth to come on the show next week and tell us. Would you like that? And the third thing you can do this week to boost sales is to move. I mean, let's face it, you need to know where you are heading. Otherwise, how will you know when you get there? How can you track your progress? So this is an easy one, but it's often the thing that gets overlooked. Monitoring results and evaluation. So decide. Draw a line in the sand today and decide you want to move forward from here, wherever that here is. Any of the crazy habits, the stupid stuff you've been meaning to do but not got round to. Well, you can never say you didn't have the time because 12 weeks is long enough to turn your life around. It reminds me of um, many years ago and I worked in a substance misuse rehab. So it was a residential facility for people who were, um, sometimes they were ordered by the court to be there, but um, who had, you know, their lives had really hit rock bottom. And we ran a 12-week program there. And in many ways, it was similar from this respect that they had lost their freedom you know, their ability to move around and see friends and loved ones, because quite often, as part of the program, people are relocated out of area. And many restrictions are placed on their movements initially for their safety, whilst they learn to rebuild their life. And they are never more uncertain about their future than the moment they enter the rehab, because at that moment, it's kind of a make or break situation. And yet in 12 weeks, time and time again, I saw people rebuild their lives from the ground up and turn their life around. And that wasn't without pain or struggle or strain. Don't get me wrong, there was nothing easy about that program. But taking consistent action, measuring progress and evaluating results formed a very core part of everything we did. To make transformation happen, you need to take a deep dive. You need to know your numbers and track your progress. And you know what? It doesn't matter what they say. What you're interested in is the change. What you measure is the progress, the gains you're making towards that goal. And even now, when I start working with a new private coaching client, we always start with baseline measurements. And I can guarantee you 100% say, wow, at the end of the program. Everything changes. It feels different. And quite often they'll comment that they hardly recognize themselves as they were back then. 
it's really important for you to know that you feel confident in your business because that's what people are expecting from a business leader. And when you know your numbers and you know what progress you're seeking, you know where you're headed. You can measure your success and then serve your customers better because you're not woolly-headed. You know. So there you have it. My three tips for things you can do this week to boost your sales. Just to recap for you, the first thing was get your mindset on point. Feeling great, showing up honestly with a great product or service to help your customers to solve their problems. And the second point we covered is motivation. Having a strategy for reframing problems into trade-offs so that you know the right action to take. Aligning your body and mind and then solve the right problem in your business. That is one way to boost your sales. And then the last point we made was movement. Taking action to measure, evaluate and monitor change and progress because then you show up as certain. That is what your customers and your team are looking for. Leadership, certainty and solutions to their problems. So remember, what you're doing now is paying forward for 90 days ahead. So it's really important to keep the momentum going for you, your family, your business and our economy as a whole. I do hope you enjoyed the show. Remember, you can download my Steps to Success for free. My seven-step guide will help you to do more of what you love with who you love every day. So remember, guys, I'm here to serve you in the best way I know how. As a success coach and counsellor, I can help you remove the mindset blocks that are preventing you from getting to your inevitable success help you find that motivation so that you can move towards everything you desire. Thanks for listening. If you have enjoyed today's show, I would love it if you'd head over to iTunes and leave me a review. And to show my appreciation, each month I will be randomly selecting one reviewer to win a free coaching call. Simply leave your review for a chance to win. How good is that? 